Sunday just wanted to do a short and sweet and then I'm going to do some pre-recording so I can just press publish when I leave the house but um these short and sweets have been great and I have not posted in a while in about a week but I have to do this one this one is called outrun a chariot in today's scripture the prophet Elijah had just defeated the 450 prophets of Baal, who supported King Ahab, and no doubt he was exhausted. Yet it says that God gave him the special strength to outrun Ahab's chariot over the 20-mile journey to Jezreel. That chariot represented Ahab's power, and it's not possible for a man to outrun a horse even over a short distance. God was showing Ahab that his power was so far superior to anything Ahab had. You may look at what you're up against today and feel that you don't have the strength, the endurance, the fortitude to keep battling. Maybe it's cancer or an addiction or a situation in your family. No, get ready. God is not going to let you stay feeling overwhelmed. Right now, he is breathing special strength into you. When you have special strength, you are going to overcome what looks impossible. You are going to accomplish dreams that seem too far gone. You are about to outrun some chariots. The prayer for today is, Father, thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my provider for whatever I need. Thank you that you are breathing special strength into me to help me overcome all the situations that are coming against me. I believe that you will give me the power to outrun a chariot in Jesus' name. Amen. And this is the scripture reference today. Then the Lord gave special strength to Elijah. He tucked his cloak into his belt and ran ahead of Ahab's chariots all the way to the entrance of Jezreel. And that came from the Holy Bible, 1 Kings 18.46. I read this one yesterday, or Friday. This was so powerful to me because when we talk about God, we're talking about the supernatural. And so often, because we live in the natural, and of course, we have to function in the natural Sometimes we minimize that power that is beyond or above our natural ability. But let me tell you, there are stories after story where people tapped into the supernatural power of God and God worked through them. The Holy Spirit worked through them and they were able to do something that almost seems um, naturally impossible. And so I, when I read the story, the life lesson in it is that if we have faith, and I just did an episode on faith, please check that episode out. It was Faith Over Fear. Please check it out, Faith Over Fear. On Facebook, I actually posted the 23 quotes and scriptures about faith that I had um, compiled. And I, there are more that I can add to that, but I compiled a list of 
23 empowering quotes and scriptures about faith but when you have faith in the one who made the sun and the moon things that seem impossible can come true can be manifested today was a beautiful day i started my morning off with my daily devotion devotional and i was watching a minister that i never heard of and he gave some really powerful quotes on faith and what is that faith? What is that um, thing? One of the quotes that he had was faith that cannot be tested is faith that cannot be trusted. And that's how I got on the whole thing with faith. It started off with that. And um, from there, I just kept reading and reading and reading. And then um, he said something like, lose the faith that makes you give up on God when things don't go your way. And as it relates to the story of Elijah, you it, I don't know much of the story, but the little bit that I do know that he was a powerful prophet that God used. And while he was living and, I guess, practicing his ministry, he had this evil king who was always trying to destroy him. And, and, and that king was always trying to show that his God um, which was not a real God, um, Baal was more powerful. And so those people who believe in other gods, they have prophets, they have people working for them as well. And Elijah was working for the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the true and only God. And so um, Elijah had already had success and he had through supernatural power, he was able to destroy those evil prophets and now of course you know god is gonna make the testimony it's gonna always be like a, a greek <laughs> a greek play or theater it's always gonna be some drama god just he does that you know he has the king now king ahab chasing elijah and elijah is so filled with the holy spirit that he is able to outrun the chariots of this evil king and you know as it said a man can't really normally outrun horses but that's just what God will do and you know some people and I've talked about this a lot over the podcast about how people use the Bible some people don't believe these stories are true at all some people believe they are and then but they misteach the stories I think for me the thing is, is that every time we meet, read a biblical story like this, the most important thing is to extract the lesson. What is the overall lesson or lessons that we can learn? And what we can learn is that God is more powerful than anybody or anything. That's number one. I'm going to say that again. God is more powerful than anyone or anything. We must keep our eyes on him and we must keep our faith in him because in the world, it looks like people have so much power that they are able to, you look at what's happening now in Eastern Europe, it just seems like people have power to come in and do what they want and destroy. Um, I was listening to um, a YouTube channel. What is the name of that group? I want to give them a shout out. Um, my first time discovering them, they are, let's see here, I didn't mean this pop on. Uh oh, that's not what I meant to happen. But this YouTube, you guys, this podcast is called Earn Your Leisure. I've only watched two episodes. Well, actually, I only watched one and a half episodes. But it's two young men, and, and they had they talk 
about different issues and they have guests on and I saw Tabitha Brown's faith story and I also saw um, Steve Harvey on there and let me tell you he was talking about Africa and his faith journey and again just a reminder I got sidetracked <laughs> what I was going to say but the whole point was oh he was talking about Africa and how Africa is being raped because Africa as a continent um, has every natural resource possible and because they don't have leaders of character or they have they don't I don't know what it is because people came in and through the I don't know the the colonization and that that whole you know psychological damage from that where people are not thinking for themselves and not taking ownership for their own resources Africa should not be letting other people come in and getting anything from their continent. What Africa should be doing is exporting whatever they have. They should have complete control over whatever resources they belong to Africa. Those resources do. But instead, I think it was Uganda that another country come in and then that country decided to take over the airport. I mean, you know, because they didn't get their own payback. Something like that. And that's what's happening. But anyway, Steve Harvey was talking about this. And it just seems like these other people are so powerful. But we, we tap into God's power, power. We are more powerful than what we could ever imagine. And I'm not giving up. And through his testimony, I really got blessed today. Because sometimes, you know, you have a vision of something. And I, I've had my own visions that I had when I was younger. And it just seems like, oh, it, it just hasn't come to pass. Or is it ever going to come to pass? But he was sharing that. It took 26 years before his dream of being on television came true. And sometimes the blessing takes a long time. And when you go back to the Bible, you look at Abraham, another life lesson. Abraham and Sarah, they were very, very old when they gave birth to a son. And so we just have to keep the faith because the supernatural can happen. That's the life lesson from that story. You will be able to outrun chariots. In other words, what seems impossible can happen through faith. And I have decided I'm just going to hang on. And you know what I found is, and I talked about this, faith is like you building muscles. You have to work your faith muscles. You don't, sometimes we don't just automatically have faith. We don't, it's not spontaneous. It's not something that is always intrinsic. I'm not sure if we're just born with faith. Faith is developed, it is strengthened, and it has to be maintained. And so we can get so distracted by the things in the natural. You know, we, we got jobs, we have families, we have different personal issues that we're struggling with or dealing with that we forget to spend quality time nurturing our faith in God. And I read a book, um, God, what is the name of that book? A couple of years ago, this guy wrote a book, but he, and I mentioned this in my last podcast, check out the one I did on Faith Over Fear, where he talked about more so than faith, we need trust in God. And he broke down how you have trust in God, we have relationship with God. And it's just like that with anybody else. The more you deal with a person, the more you know that person. You know that person's strengths, weaknesses. You know, you, you don't, you know, 
human behavior is unpredictable, but you get an idea based on patterns. Well, with God, the more time we spend with him, the more we can see how God will manifest the things that we are faithful about. But it takes relationship and trusting in him. And it takes just believing no matter what. You know, that me faith is holding on to God's hand and trusting in him no matter what, no matter what the outcome is. And so even if you read the book of Elijah and I got to go, not, you know, this really inspired me to go back and read all that, the first Kings. Um, and I believe Elijah was tired. There was a point when, you know, he had fought off all, he had killed all these prophets. He had Jezebel trying to kill him, Ahab after me and all this stuff going on. And he was exhausted. He was tired. And, and I think this, this is the story where the birds had to minister to him and he just kind of wanted to like give up like, Ooh, I'm just tired. You know, God, you can just take me off. Okay. And so sometimes we can feel like that, but God is going to have a glorious end. He is always going to create this, this situation where it looks like a Greek play. Um, but, but but that's just for his glory and we just have to accept it. There's a story to get to the glory and it's so true. So just know that you will be able to outrun those chariots when you need supernatural power, God will give it to you. You know, I'm telling you, I, I'm a witness. When you need it, he will give supernatural things will happen. A thing that just popped up in my head as I'm talking about this, I remember that um, I had fallen asleep at the wheel and this was shortly after my daughter was born. I don't know how um, how long it was after she was born, but I would just remember moving from one place in Florida to another city to get closer to my job. And I had fallen asleep. And I just remember, because we were driving back and forth, moving things. And to this day, I don't know if she was in the car or if I had just left her with my mom. I don't know. But I just remember waking up and hearing like some horns car horns honking and I woke up and I realized I had fallen asleep and I could have died and that's just one of many but that's one that now sometimes you look back and you know God would just remind you of how he took care of you supernaturally I literally fell asleep from fatigue and yet I'm speaking to you today almost 58 years later at 58 almost 50 years old 58 years old and so I don't know how many years ago, that was 33 years ago, almost 33 years ago, because next month, God willing, my daughter would turn 33. So that was almost 33 years ago. And he saved my life. And that's just many times, but the supernatural, and that's the life lesson from the story of Elijah and Ahab and, and Jezebel and that whole story. When you read that story, um, that's the power of knowing that God will give you supernatural strength to defeat your enemy. Now, what's interesting biblically is people always had enemies. That's what's so interesting is that no matter, these people were anointed, they were chosen by God, they were favored by God, but yet God never removed the trouble out of their lives. That's deep to me. And so sometimes we do pray, Lord, you know, move this mountain and he'll move it. Sometimes God will take the storm out of your life, so to speak. But sometimes you will be standing in the midst of a storm and God will calm you 
and he will control the winds and the waves where you are not destroyed. And that's usually how God does it for whatever the reason. He just does not take trouble away. And so the life lesson for me is, is that, and and I've written about this, I started writing about this 20 years ago, is that God doesn't change life, he changes us. That inevitable, it is inevitable that we will all go through trouble, but we can find the treasures. We will always have these moments where life seems like a mess, but we can use the message from it all to become stronger, to become wiser, to become more compassionate, more humble, more grateful. God will take the obstacles that we face because there are always obstacles. In every biblical story, there was never this straight line or this perfect path to whatever the end goal was. There was always an obstacle and God would turn the obstacle into an opportunity for his glory to be seen and to be heard. And that's what it was all about. When Elijah did what he did, and Elijah not only destroyed the prophets of Ahab, but he also outran that chariot. Everything that happened, it just showed Ahab, look, your God isn't the real God. Your God may have power, but it's not more powerful. It is not the most powerful in this universe. I am. my The God of Elijah is. And that's what it's all about. So God will turn that op- obstacle into an opportunity. He will, and I am a witness. Any pain that you have ever gone through, he will use that pain for a purpose. And you may not even get it until 20, 30 years later. I remember one time I was teaching and, I, you know, I don't, I had just moved to Atlanta. Maybe I, I don't know, even know how long I had been here, but I moved here almost 25 years ago. And, and this may have been my second or third year I was teaching in the inner city. And I had this moment where I was in full sentence, in mid-sentence, full instruction. And I just realized why I had gone through certain things as a child. And what I realized at that moment, <laughs> just in mid-ass race, in the middle of teaching, is that God used the struggles that I had as a teen to allow me to be more sensitive, more understanding, and more compassionate and have more compassion for students who were going through a hard time as teens because they were going through, you know, different situations that I had faced. Sometimes those situations were worse. Sometimes they were not as bad, but nevertheless, I could understand. And so I said, wow, God, you even have a purpose for our pain. Every single time, God will transform a situation So just want you to know, just like Elijah, you will be able to outrun the chariots of anybody who is against you and anything that tries to come against you. For whatever the reason, that spiritual battle, it will never end. Good versus evil, evil versus good. It's just going to continue until the end of time. Hang on to God's unchanging hand. Do not lose faith. Do not lose hope. And above all, trust God with all your heart and your mind and your soul. Because let me tell you, in the end, he has the final word. And he always ends gloriously. Well, I hope this message blessed you. 
I pray that today I'll be able to do some pre-recordings so that you will be able to get an episode every week. I've been off for a week or two, but I'm so thankful for you tuning in. Don't forget to check out my social media pages, Facebook at Bad Thought Therapy, and also Instagram at Bad Thought Therapy, and Twitter, my handle is Lose Bad Thought. Please make that connection through social media. I think it helps, okay? Share the episodes. I really appreciate you. May you and your family during this time and always have a very special commemoration of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Take care. I'm Cherie Hardy, and this was Bad Thought Therapy.